welcome back to another episode of RHK and Lauren and I are joined by some mini co-hosts today. So if you hear any noise from Miss A or Miss K, we apologize in advance, but it's mum life and this is what it's what it's all about, right? I'm coming off three days of a migraine, so this one's going to be a short one for you, but you all wrote in with a little bit of advice that you were needing, so we thought we would do an advice episode. So yeah, how are you doing, Lauren? Hi, Jerry, baby. <laughs> I am doing good today. <laughs> Miss K doing? wants to. Uh, I'm doing better. Miss K wants to know how Miss A is. She is resisting sleep, but hoping that that gets better soon. According to the Leaps app you told me yes, about, today please. should be her first day of sunshine. So fingers crossed. <laughs> good. I'm glad that that app worked for you. Like I thought it was a load of crap, but it worked when I had Miss K. It just it helped make sense of everything and know when. Like, just know when something was happening and that it wasn't me just going crazy. Right. It's not, like, spot-on accurate, but it's accurate enough that it could be, like, a reference. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get straight into the advice that our listeners are wanting. The first one The first one is, should I attend my stepdaughter's wedding? And I believe off the top of my head, the stepmom that wrote in is the same stepmom who is going to be meeting, we spoke about a few episodes back, uh, she'll be meeting Biomum for the first time at the wedding. And I think if you're still in two minds about it, I think it's because you really want to go, but you just don't want to upset the apple cart. Just go, especially if your stepdaughter wants you there. Yeah. I mean, if she invited you, she knows that that would be the time you're meeting. So I would definitely just go if that's the only thing holding you back. Absolutely. And don't, don't be fearful of anything that can happen. Like I'm probably going to get shade for talking, bringing this up, but at my sister's wedding, I remember the MC gave a speech and said to the bride's parents and named my biological parents and named my sister's mom who was at the wedding. Oh, on purpose? Like that's how your sister wanted it? No, my sister didn't even know what was going to be said. It was just that this, the person who was the MC was a long-term family friend who had never even met my sister's mom. Gotcha. Oh, yikes. So. That didn't go over well. If it, if it's not stepmom causing problems, it will be someone else there who says something that could cause problems. Right. And I mean, if it's going to hurt your stepdaughter if you don't go, then you should definitely go. Exactly. How to handle dear husband, siblings, family, siding with high conflict bio mom and intentionally ignoring me and son. I'm guessing the son is her biological son and not her husband's, but either way, that's not okay. It's not okay. And for someone who had to deal with the fact that it didn't matter what Karen did, um, she was still prioritized. I just cut the family off. Right. I feel like that for your own mental health, that's what you have to do. Yeah. And this was after Miss K was born. And I think I've spoken about before where I said to my husband, I will not be attending family functions anymore if Karen's going to be there. She is not my family. She's nothing more than the boy's mother. She's put us through hell. She puts those boys through hell. If your family can't respect that, then that's fine. You can attend. The boys can attend because I can't control what you do with your biological children. But I put my foot down that myself, Big K and Miss K would not be attending. And it was at that point that, you know, my husband realized that they were toxic and why was he keeping them around? Right. That is so crazy that they side with her though. Like, I just can't imagine. Like she hurt their son. Yeah. Well, this was stepmom. 
Oh, okay, stepmom right. and stepsister. So, and this is the same stepmom and stepsister that doesn't talk to my husband's half brother. So, okay, like his his younger brother, the son of his stepmom, has nothing to do with his own sister and mum. That's such a shame. It is, but what what can you do when these people are narcissistic, right? They have right. toxic traits. Exactly. Unfortunately, there's not much you can do. No. So my advice on this one is, yeah, if they want to side with high-conflict bio mom, number one, stop talking to them about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And number two, stop showing up. They'll get the picture. Yeah, I completely agree. The next one we got was mm-hmm. what your kids tell you bio mom says bad things about their father, what do you say? I would just say something along the lines of like, oh, that's not a very nice thing to say or like something like that without – like bashing bio mom either because two wrongs don't make a right absolutely and this is something that we've had to deal with uh karen doesn't really talk negatively about my husband but she has said things about me in the past that the boys have brought up like the time that big j asked me about my boob job and my butt lift oh my god Um, how inappropriate to tell them that even if it was why don't I don't think she told them. I think she was having a conversation about me to her oh. husband because okay. that's how most of this happens. But I do have experience where Big K's father and stepmother badmouth me and badmouth my husband in front of him and him. And we just combat it with the same thing going, does it really sound like that's something that we'd say or do? And I put it back on him, like he's eight. So, and he's been in therapy since he was five. So do you think that it's appropriate for them to be talking about me in front of you like that? And, you know, sometimes he'll go, oh, well, it wasn't in front of me, but I could hear it through the door. I said, still, you're in the house, mate. They have 11 nights in a fortnight where they can have these conversations without you being present. Right. And they know how thin their walls are. Like we know how that even in our room, if we talk at any volume above like a normal talking volume that he could hear it right outside. So you know how thin your walls are. Absolutely. Like I'm talking to you now at a normal volume and I'm waiting for my husband to come in and go, keep it down. We can hear you. (laughs) It happens all the time. Right. Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. How do you handle not trusting stepkids? I know all bad is reported back to please bio mom. And I get that too. We walk on eggshells around my stepson because everything we say or do gets reported back and then it becomes a problem in some way or another. So I definitely understand that stress. Yeah. And I I want to talk from a bio mom perspective here just for a minute because I had Big K at home with me today and we were having a conversation and he was just talking about how much he hates being in his dad's house right now. Oh. But he's coming to me not because he is reporting back to me. And I did pry and I asked more questions, but I asked more questions because I'm trying to figure out if there's more to what he's telling me. So basically he's saying that they're fighting a lot, but because there's, there was a history of DV with his father and I, yes, I pried for more questions because yes, I'm trying to work out, is there abuse happening in the home? Because that's something I need to protect him from. Like I left that environment. I don't want him to still grow up in that environment every other weekend. Right. And I mean, even if like there wasn't 
a DV situation, if he came to you saying, I hate being at my dad's house, like you would want to know why. And if it's because he doesn't let him watch TV past his bedtime, or is it because there's an actual problem? So I don't feel like that's prying. I feel like that's just mm-hmm. being responsible. But it's like it, with our situation, he will dramatize everything and then bring it to his mom. Mm-hmm. And then it like the pool he, incident. Yeah, exactly. I was I was debating whether or not I should give specifics about that, but it's like everything is dramatized, only the bad things. Um, and then his yeah. mom gets worked up about it, and then he, like he got a tablet out of that, so he gets wow, stuff. yeah, so he gets things from that. It's like well, we had the issue where I don't even know if I spoke about it on the podcast, but I know I spoke to you about it where. Little Jay lost his shit the other week, attacked Miss K physically, and then lied to, about it to his mother. Oh, I didn't know he lied about it to his mom. Yeah, so he went crying to her. You must have been asleep at the point this happened because it was like in the middle of the day. He went crying to her at Big Jay's football and said how he was grounded and he was in trouble and how we both yelled at him. And then my husband said, well, you know, tell your mother why. And he just shrugged his shoulders and wouldn't say it. So my husband told her and she goes, oh, he wouldn't have done that. Oh, that's right. You did tell me that. That's insane. Yeah. So I just, I have no trust for him because he's a liar. Like yeah. flat out liar. I have no trust for him right now. I'm like I said, hello to him, but I have kept my engagement at a minimum with him since he came home today because I am still so annoyed. Yeah. I would, I would have a hard time letting him back in the house if he hit uh miss a like i would be really well i made it like i'm glad that she wasn't hurt right but still you never know because next time it could be harder well that's it right and that's one thing that i said to my husband you know i am at the point where there are times where i don't want him to come back because i don't know what mood he's going to be in i don't know how he's going to act and i shouldn't have to walk on eggshells and i shouldn't be fearful is he going to attack one of the kids or is he going to attack me because i do feel like he's the type of kid that would go to the knife drawer and grab out the biggest, sharpest knife and run at someone. That is terrifying. And my husband thinks I'm, what was that? His mom is not helping if she just says, oh, he wouldn't do that. Exactly. Like, and we still have to wait another like few weeks before we can get in to see his therapist. So it's going to be another few weeks before I get to bring it up with her. And it's just, oh, like so stressful. So much on my mind right now. Right. But yeah. Um, did we answer? We we answered that question, didn't we? Uh, I mean, we didn't really give any advice. We just empathized. But I honestly don't have any advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My only advice is, do I? Do I have advice? I don't know. I can only empathize with that one because I'm in that situation. So maybe once I get out the other side. Right. Same. But, but yeah, yeah. It, I feel for you. I feel for this stepmom. Me too. Okay. So high conflict bio mom being so open about wanting to get back together with my husband. You've got all the experience in the world with that one. <laughs> I do. And I, I just talked to somebody else about this. So I'm wondering if it's the same person, but boundaries, like your husband has to set clear boundaries that it's not going to happen. And then if she keeps doing it, then just ignore it because like you can't control what she texts or calls or sends or whatever. So as like, just have your husband be like, this is never happening. I'm happy in my new relationship. End of story. And then ignore the rest of it. That's what we did. And it did stop eventually. Yeah. I think once they realize that they've moved on, they right. generally settle down, right? We still have the issue where she still gets worked up like she has a say in what my husband does with his life. 
And like right. she she still reacts so emotionally and she still brings up like the fact that he moved out of the home. It's like, yeah, but you're forgetting the whole picture. Like, yes, he moved out of the family home, but he slept on a couch for two years. Right. Yeah. We're in like, like the, the same marri- situation. Yeah, the marriage was over before he physically left. And they were amicable until I came into the picture. You know, and I know a lot of people say that, but they were like from from what I read and what he told me about their communication, they were amicable about the separation. Maybe she thought that she could get him back. I don't know. Right. So well, she didn't even, in our case, Karen didn't even try to start getting back with him until I came in the picture. So she just saw him moving on and was like, oh, I don't want him to be happy. So let me try to ruin that. And I think most of the time when that happens, it's not even that they want their ex back. They just don't want the father of their child moving on with someone else. Exactly. She didn't want him back. She just was, she would have like gotten back with him for a little bit enough to like make him miserable again. And then that would be the end of it. That's all she wanted. Exactly. And he would have been stuck in it just because he wanted to try and make his family work. Right. Yeah. And that's what she did. She was like, oh, well, think about how much stronger the tea could be and like all that, like using him as like a way that he should get back together. It's like, you are the one who started this whole thing to begin with. So you should not be trying to get back together. Mm. Uh, How to decide when to bring something to husband versus deal with bio mom annoyance on my own. I think with this one, we go back to how you and I schedule the time where you can talk about it. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, Because sometimes like you don't have to bring every little thing to the table. And I remember when we recorded with Laurie, from Nacho Kids, how she said she used to make lists for David, like for her husband, she'd make lists. And then, you know, you don't want to bombard your partner, but definitely if you've scheduled time where this is designated, let's talk about Karen time, like you and I have both done in the past, it is less of a bombardment. And like, there's sometimes where I'll sit there and (laughs) I'll just say to my husband, go, She's a fucking like I fucking hate her. She's a bitch. <laughs> like, and that's all I'll say. And he'll go, "Yep, are you done yet?" And I'll say a few more things, and then go, "Okay, I'm done." And it yeah. will just be that she has done something that has frustrated me so much that I just need to, you know, say a few choice words and move on. Because right. at the end Sometimes- of the day, I can't change her. Right. And sometimes it just helps to get it off your chest. So you don't need to like hold it all in. But like you just said, that's that's a good solution in my book. Yeah. If you have good talk about Karen time, that way he knows it's coming mm-hmm. and that's he huge. can't get he can't get mad at you about it then. Right. <laughs> so and even if it's, you know, once a week, like we really don't even do it anymore because we're not really in the thick of things. Yeah. You know, same. I'll if an email comes through I'll text him and let him know and he'll go, okay, we'll talk about it when we get home. If it's something he has to be dealt with right then and there, especially because with all of little Jay's dramas with school, I like to be the first one to respond because it makes us look a bit more attentive to his situation. So we'll address that straight away so that we're the first parent to respond. Right. 
And normally because it then forces Karen to respond, but our responses are a bit more detailed, you know, talking about how we don't approve of the behaviour. And, yeah, so we we just tried to be a bit more supportive of the school and let them know that we're full support of them inflicting harsher disciplines because we're in agreement that this behaviour cannot continue. And right. normally her responses are something like, okay, thanks for letting me know. Oh, Mm. Or uh, most recently it's been, oh, little Jay said that it was someone else's fault. Someone else antagonized him. Of course. So she's just enabling. Absolutely. She's enabling. So the next one is healing from resentment caused by lack of boundaries with bio mum. I feel like only time can help with that. And I mean- Doing some like inner work can definitely help with resentment because usually the resentment isn't actually from like this situation. It could also be from something in your past that's like being triggered or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But that's really, really hard to move past resentment. But you just have to like look at what great things that you do have with him and not focus on the past, which I know easier said than done. I've struggled with that myself, but um, it's worth it. Yeah. It is. And like you said, some inner work, like there's some great coaches out there. Lauren is a coach. I'm still in the works of finalizing the legalities of being a coach in Australia, but you know, definitely the inner work. And I know once I did a lot of inner work for myself, it helped me let go of a lot. Yeah, it does. And like, not even just from your relationship from like the past and stuff too. Absolutely. And like letting go of resentment that I have had, I was still holding on to so much resentment against Big K's dad, not because I was still in love with him. It was just so much water under the bridge, I guess. And yeah, once, once I did work on myself, I was able to let go of the resentment that I held against him and I can focus on just the co-parenting. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's what's best for the the kids too. It is. And even as a stepmom, it's important to let go of that resentment so that you can focus on being like a purposeful stepmom and having purpose in your role. Right. Yeah. That's a really good point. Okay, setting boundaries to protect my peace as a stepmom and not letting bio mom dictate what my involvement looks like. So with this one, I am very big on, you know, Karen's always found that I overstep, but I always check back with the boys to make sure that I'm doing what they want. Right. To not to not overstep with them. Because if the kids think you're overstepping, then that's where the problem is. I couldn't care less if Karen doesn't want me dropping the boys off at school or picking them up you know the boys enjoy the fact that they're not sitting in after school care and that I'm able to pick them up and I can take them to go get Slurpees or McFlurries and we can hang out of an afternoon or the fact that they can all four kids can hang out together of an afternoon after school opposed to not being able to do that or only seeing each other every second weekend you know right That's- It's just, it's mental. So establishing what your role looks like in your home is between you, your spouse and the stepkids. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing that she doesn't get any say in it at all. If she thinks you're overstuffing, that's her problem. Um, It's Mm -hmm. whatever works for your family. And most of these bio moms that think that you're overstepping comes from their insecurities as a mother, because I can tell you as a bio mom who is secure in her role, I kind of actually wish that my son's stepmoms did these things because it would make me feel more confident and more comfortable in him spending time 
Right. I could definitely see that. You know, my biggest concerns are is the fact that it seems like she wants nothing to do with him, right? So do you mean your Karen wants nothing to do with you? No, I'm talking about Karen 2.0. Like my biggest oh. insecurity comes from me feeling as if she wants nothing to do with Big K, whereas that's my biggest insecurity. I worry for him that he doesn't have that caring, supportive person because it from the outside looking in, it doesn't appear that way. I gotcha. I thought you said he wants, she wants nothing to do with you, but you said with him. Yeah. That's such a shame. So, but in saying that, like he does say things to me. Yeah. He said something to me a couple of weeks ago where he said that when he goes there, he feels like his dad just wants to be his mate. And the only one who's actually taking care of him is Karen 2.0. She's the one cooking for him. She's the one doing his laundry. And I'm like, well, that's good. Like that was reassuring for me. Like I know yeah. that important things are being done right. And as a bio mom, that's that's what I care about. Is my right. kid being loved? Is he being taken care of? Does he feel supported? You know, if she wants to take him to school, be my guest. Yeah. Because that's what works for their house. Exactly. And it's like if the like if he had like just saying your situation, if your husband has to be at work at a time where he can't pick the kids up, then what what is he supposed to do? Just take off of work so he can take the kids to school or like what what's right. the solution there if you're not going to do it? I know, right? Like we're actually contemplating me going back to work and we're tossing up. Is it casual? Is it full time? What are we going to do? What's it going to look like? I don't want to step, I don't want to step back into a role at the level that I was. Like I want a little less responsibility if I'm to return back to work. But now we're considering if I do that, then maybe we're financially to hire a nanny. Right. So that so that she can take the boys to and from school. But what's going to happen then? Is Karen going to get the shits that a nanny's taking the boys from school because she insists that they go to school an hour away from us because she could not possibly put them in a school halfway between our houses where they could catch a bus? Right. Yeah, so that's such a good point. Like, we have this problem too where they create problems and then get mad at the way that we find solutions for them. And it's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. So, yeah, with this one, I just feel set your boundaries, protect your inner peace by not letting anything that Karen has to say get to you because right. and check in with your stepkids. If you over if you're doing something the stepkids don't want you to do, they're going to tell you. True, they are. You know, like uh little Jay had an event on at school and I said, you know, I've had little to do with him, but just because I'm annoyed with him doesn't mean I love him any less right and he had an event on at school and I contacted him and I said hey do you want me and Miss K to come watch and he his face lit up he was just so excited and he was like yes I want you to come and I got photos of them together and you know if he didn't want us to come he would have said no especially because it's not even on our custody time right he knew that I was driving out of my way I drove an hour down there to stand around for 30 minutes to watch him run for 15 minutes and then I left right I mean kids for the most part are pretty honest about that stuff like they don't I don't know if they're like don't have the development or whatever but they don't seem super concerned about your feelings at that age so they're going to be honest so if you ask them if if you want them there they'll probably tell you the truth at that age kids are more self-involved and more worried about their feelings yeah and that's exactly it so the only person the only personal people that you need to be concerned about is 
what the stepkids think of your involvement. And they'll, they'll tell you if they think you're overstepping. Exactly. So, all right. And our last one before we get into Stepmoms Anonymous is when is it okay for your partners, nieces and nephews to call you aunt? I feel like I haven't earned it. Um, I don't really, maybe this is just like me, but I don't think that's really a title that needs to be like earned, earned. Like all my friends' kids call me aunt and all I like when I talk to her, I'm like, oh, aunt, like whoever. So like, I'll be like, oh, aunt Tony. So it's not like a, I don't know. I don't think it's like that much of a word that you should be worried about it. No, I'm not worried about it either. And I also don't care if like my nieces, they were older when I met them. So they were the same age as the boys, right? They'd grown up with Karen as their aunt. And then all of a sudden they've been told she's not their aunt anymore. So, and they're like, my husband's brother and sister-in-law would push the whole, you know, give auntie Tony a kiss and a cuddle. And I'm like, you don't have to. Yeah. Like, and I tell them, so you don't have to call me that. And the oldest one is 14 now. She's 15 and like early next year. She just calls me Tony. And that doesn't bother me. Right. Like, but yet my husband's other brother, his, I was in a relationship with him not married but we're in a relationship when um that nephew was born and he calls me auntie tony and that feels comfortable and that feels normal but i feel like the ones that were born and around before i came into the picture it feels weird i know that's just my personal feeling like i feel like they shouldn't be forced to call me an aunt just because i married their uncle i agree with that too um yeah no you're right that's a good point especially if they were older and they were already new another aunt who isn't around anymore uh that is different i don't know i guess i can't really relate because my husband has no siblings and i've like had aunts and uncles myself that have gotten divorced and then we had like a new one come in and it was never an issue for us we just were like oh okay another aunt no worries yes i i had an uncle he was single for most of my life like he had two ex two ex-wives one of which is my godmother that i've never met like in for as long as I can remember yeah so I have a godmother that I've never met she's my uncle's ex-wife so obviously she was around when I was a baby but through my childhood and stuff she wasn't around and then I was I want to say about nine or ten when my uncle remarried and I've never called his wife my aunt like to me she's not my aunt she she's the mother of my cousin but she's not my aunt right Um, yeah I could see that and it's the same thing like big K's aunt on his dad's side got married this year and he's like he said to me oh I have to start calling her husband uncle once they get married I said you don't have to start doing anything if you want to call him uncle you can but you do not have to he's like oh well I wasn't allowed to call him uncle because they weren't married but now that they're married I have to call him uncle I said you don't have to do anything like your your aunt that's married to your uncle was around well and truly before you were born you know he he chose to call my husband's brothers uncles but he was three when he was when they came around you know I feel like I feel like if kids are younger, they're more inclined to call you aunt or uncle. And it's kind of sure. like how I'm a self-proclaimed aunt that lives all the way over in Australia for me. And I'll tell I'll tell Miss Kay that it's Aunt Lauren and Aunt Madison. Right. Know, I just I feel like it comes with the bond and being around from when they're little. 
Definitely. I definitely agree with that. So, and as an adult now, I don't refer to my aunts as like auntie anymore. I just call them by their name. So it's, it's just a title, but so with that one, just go with what you're comfortable with. Right. And what the kids are comfortable with. It's not, it's not that big of a deal. Absolutely. And if the kids want to quit aunt, then just take it. It's kind of like where I sit with the whole stepkids calling stepmom's mom. Like you go with what the kids are comfortable with and you don't force it upon them. Exactly. So, all right. Are we ready for a stepmom's anonymous? We are. (laughs) Okay. So this is the message I got on Monday. Hey, LOL. I'm going to hell. I just looked at my stepson's iPad where his iCloud messages still go to. So this stepmom has no contact with her stepson anymore. And for context, he is an adult now, but successfully alienated against his father and stepmother and siblings. And so this stepmom went on to write, seems him and a girl are crushing on one another, though it seems the girl is the instigator, but he does like her. Seems High conflict bio mom has caught wind of it and is telling him he doesn't need a girlfriend and she can only be his friend. And she is asking him to promise he won't become the girl's boyfriend because he deserves the best. Oh my. She wanted to write, Oh my God, this poor boy, he will be 21 in February and his mum is not allowing him to have a girlfriend or crushes. Mind you, stepson has messaged back. He is sitting with the girl for their lunch break and she is. Like, why? Oh, oh, my God. I hope he crushes hard on this girl and tells his mum to fuck off. I know he is delayed, but he has a right. That is messed up. Like, I've seen that before, too, how, like, the mom is just trying to it's like a mesh man like she doesn't want him to have a life at all she just wants him to be like her like fake relationship it's so bizarre uh she is mental because on wednesday i got another message oh god are you ready <laughs> so then i got another message on wednesday so high conflict bio mom didn't drop the girlfriend thing and had to remind stepson that he was a child of god and then send him a picture of him on his christening day oh wow what is wrong with this woman and wow. it seems stepson has now rejected the girl he was crushing on seriously she angers me i like she sent me some screenshots but i'm not going to read them out so this boy actually let's call him a young man because he's almost 21 has told after saying that he wanted this girl to be his girlfriend he's then gone back and told her that they can only be friends and they'll be really good friends and he was apologizing for hurting her and she's like yeah you'll never hurt me again like oh because he's been christened like most of us have yeah but this woman is just mental like this reminds me and I said to this step I said this is what I'm fearful of that Mm -hmm. Karen will pull with the boys because she won't even let the boys hold a boundary of not wanting to speak to her on certain days yeah that's not okay that's so sad for that poor kid I really hope big and little Jay don't have to go through that too oh it's just like and it makes me wonder like why every single time big jay's gotten a little girlfriend at school he will not tell his mother he is scared to tell her and it makes me wonder why because like we tell him you know you don't need a girlfriend it's okay to you know have crushes whatever but we're not we're trying to get into school before like this this poor adult man is 
having to ask his mother if it's okay if he takes an extra shift at work. Oh, that's so sad. That poor kid. He needs like, to get it, he, 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 he has autism. Oh yeah. Okay. So he has autism. So this is why I have this fear that this is what especially little Jay is going to grow up with because he thinks everything his mother says is legit, right? Right. Yeah, that's really unfair. So she knows so, that and she's like using it against him, which is just like abuse. Yeah. The the whole story of the cycle, like I've been talking to this stepmom for what, three years now and everything she's told me in the past three years is just mental. Like I can I can't believe what this bio mom has done for a child. Like big case autistic, but I cannot imagine ruining his relationship with his father. Right. Even after everything his father's done to me, I've encouraged the relationship. I still encourage the relationship with his stepmother, even though her and I have nothing to do with each other. You know, and you know when. Big K and I have conversations and stuff and he talks about when he grows up and I always say, you know, whether you have a husband or a wife and he looks at me and I said, well, I don't know what you're going to grow up and what your preference <laughs> is going to be. Right. And he looks at me and scrunches his face and he's like, as if I'm going to marry a boy. And I'm like, well, mate, I'm just letting you know that it's okay. Like in this household, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Um, right. It, it helps that he he's got an aunt who's a lesbian. So, well, technically a cousin, but we say aunt and you know because I remember when he was I was probably about two and he said to me like why is this auntie married to this auntie and I said because they love each other and he went oh okay <laughs> that's great that he was questioning that at two that seems like really yeah, well, uh, it well <laughs> it, it was like late two it was before he turned three because I was still with his father but it was like oh, okay. late late two gotcha yeah so it wasn't like a young two it was like an old two and he was questioning that and yeah I just said to him because they love each other right you know and he was like okay cool so and that's what we say to the boys all the time you know and Big J used to get really cringy about it I'm like mate you don't need to cringe about it you know if if dad and I say you know if give you the option where we're just letting you know that we're not going to flip out if one day you decide that you want to bring a boy home like yeah and that's huge I'm sure yeah. like if they if they did like bring a boy home like they know that you would be accepting of it they don't even have to stress about that so I feel like that would exactly. be a big thing but I can't imagine trying to force in the kids heads that they're not allowed to date anyone because yeah they're a child of God like even religious people, like they still get into relationships and they get married and they have yeah. a life and they move away from their parents. Yeah. So I just. I grew up that. in like hardcore, like Catholic, hardcore, like Catholic school, like hardcore Catholics everywhere. And that was never a thing that it's like, you have to stay with your mom. It like, I mean, this is getting like a little too religious, but it literally says in the Bible that you leave your mother and father and go and marry somebody else. So having her say oh you were christened so you can't have a relationship goes against religion it's so insane for her to say exactly oh it's it's just so mental i said to this stepmom i said if only you could get like a sneaky message to the girl and just say something like please don't give up on him his mother is controlling right (laughs) but yeah so that's one for you i got nothing else i don't either well yeah 
Thanks again for joining us for another episode of RHK. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Threads. Join our Facebook group, be a conversation starter. Let's get the conversation going. And if you want to help us, please help us by leaving a written review, a five-star review, wherever you like to listen. 